0: visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: Each business is unique and operated individually of others in the same industry. What they have in common is the potential path to success. Welcome to the second stage with your hosts Jeffrey Cadlick and Brendan Anderson. In today's program, we'll address the obstacles that many businesses find on that path to success, and discuss what entrepreneurs and their businesses are doing to stay ahead of the curve. Now, here is Brendan Anderson and Jeffrey Cadlick. Welcome back, everybody, to the second
2: stage. We've got uh, Jeff Cadlick back after one week of uh, little R and R and field, uh, field work. Jeff, how's it? Uh, how's it feel to be back?
3: Uh, you know what? I Every time I come back from a sunny place, this in this instance, it was Dominica to Cleveland. Uh, as much as I love Cleveland, it is pretty gray. Shades of gray outside and not the good kind. Well, when you were gone, it was actually very sunny here and beautiful every single day. That's
2: probably not true, but that's how I remember it. So uh, actually, yeah, you know, anyways. <laughs> It's just Whatever your sunny,
3: dis, your sunny disposition. Exactly. What you're exactly. Right. About. Got it. That's I understand right. the show while I was gone was an utter disaster. No, actually, uh, VCAS Bhatia was
2: was fantastic. He was he was great. I, on the other hand, was just uh, you know I was a mess. So uh, I just I just missed your focus in a, in a, in the guiding light, Jeff. It was. Uh, uh, did that sound sincere? Did that sound because no. okay? Because I, I was trying. I did. I it was a it was a lot of fun. I mean, you know, VCast. It was his second time and uh, talking on the second stage, and um, he had some you know great comments. I it's I know you're going to find this hard to believe, Jeff, but it was it's still overwhelming for me that whole computer stuff thing, uh Very overwhelming. I think the most amazing thing that um, I'm not sure I've been able to pull off, but the concept of not rebooting your computer when it's moving slow or it's not, you know, and having somebody actually take a look at it and see why it's doing that. Because apparently once you reboot it, it hides the reason that it's, you know, if if you got infected with some kind of bad bug, if you will, it hides that. And I find that to be a little overwhelming in its own right. Because, you know, I'm very patient, you know, especially you, Jeff, I quite frankly, the the concept of you having a, a, uh, you know, a, a problem with, um, a computer and not rebooting it. I just, I don't know. I will, I will see if you can pull it off.
3: You think you can, you think you can do it? Well, no, no, no. Cause you, I just so our listeners understand my patience with technology is near zero. I enjoy technology. I appreciate the benefits of technology, but as soon as something goes wrong, I immediately give up and I call one of my teenagers or Barbara here in our office or yell, Barbara or yell, Barbara. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, that, but you know, the, I guess I was shocked to hear which the, that that because I did listen to the radio show, uh, it's so relaxing to me. And uh, it, but but the whole notion of not rebooting your computer is interesting to me because you know that was kind of the knee jerk reaction before you called you know the tech center or you called yep. technical support in your office. They always said, "Well, have you tried to reboot?" So they were I'm conditioned to do that, and now that's not right.
2: And, and, but I, I think it's also hard because 99 percent of the time rebooting it, it at least solves the problem for the foreseeable future, right? I mean you reboot yeah, it. And I mean I'm
3: not going to stop rebooting it just <laughs> because I was supposed to. I'm just going to get a new computer.
2: <laughs> I think that's pretty much most people's <laughs> motto. Uh, so anyway, uh, Jeff, it was uh, – you had good vacation though?
3: I, I did and you know I always do uh more reading on vacation than I do uh in my real life and uh I do take time to pick out articles and as you know one of my favorite targets is Wall Street. I can't stand Wall Street. I think it's a casino uh and not uh not good for retail investors, which is why I'm a, such a huge proponent of retail investors having access to private equity, which doesn't seem to be in the offing, but something that uh, even if it's twenty five thousand dollars, I think somebody should have access to or ten thousand dollars should have access to private equity. Uh, but it's yeah. really only designed for people that are what are called accredited investors or, a, or 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 higher level, which is called a qualified investor, but you've got to have uh, at least two hundred thousand dollars of uh, net income. And uh, at least a million dollars of net worth, excluding your house. And uh, there's a whole swath of people, particularly young people, that are long-term investors that should have access to, to private equity. but. Um, Getting back to the articles that I was reading, uh, there was an article written on Monday, March 23rd on CNBC, and it was about Michael Lewis, the author, who wrote a book about a year ago called Flash Boys and just saying that the market is still rigged and uh, nothing has changed or been resolved uh, as a result of of his book. I encourage everyone to read it, Um, and then the other one. Uh, was a uh, article uh, about a, um, a a strategist, market strategist Ed Yardeni, uh, saying that the Federal Reserve has really facilitated the stock market being rigged by managing interest rates and um, creating asset bubbles that are eventually going to pop. Uh, but I, unfortunately, am one of those guys that. Never learned to that whole idea of not fighting the Fed, and so I've had almost no money in the public's equity market, and I've missed this entire run-up because I was waiting for the bubble to pop about two years ago. You must have got that strategy for me.
2: That was my thesis too. So, uh, or I got it from you, or some kind of thing, because I've been sitting out waiting for the some of this stuff to pop also. But as you and I know, Jeff, we we love this this you know the the smaller businesses and you know uh, the the good side is we love it. The bad side it is relatively capital intensive, so we do need to kind of keep you know writing checks into that. And we're we're blessed to have done that, right? We got to look at the yeah, positive side, yeah.
3: So that's good. But- but you and I are lucky because we generate our own investment opportunities, and we understand yeah. that this is what we do for a living, and most people don't have that. You know, Their daily lives, they don't have – so they are reliant on Wall Street to just present opportunities to them with this whole idea that things are liquid, so everything is uh, – Easy for you, uh, you know, to get in and to get out, and there's a lot of supposed regulation around that. But, uh, um, y- you know, I-, I encourage asset managers whenever I can to get their their clients to explore private equity because I- it's done a lot for us, uh, and I feel very fortunate that uh, we get to look at it every day. Um, yep. But we we have uh, speaking of um, uh, getting to. Uh, uh, look at it every day. We've got to, we get to talk to entrepreneurs all the time, and we've got one on our show today. Uh, Arnie Malam is an entrepreneur a couple times over. Um, he is with us today because uh, he has created a culture of conscious learning, which is something that we embrace here at Evolution. Uh, we call it here really the culture of abundance um and we have our own uh book clubs and such that we do every quarter here at at evolution but uh arnie has institutionalized it at his company and um he's got really uh he started his first company uh uh called cj advertising or cj an agency focused solely on growing personal injury law firms um and he grew it to um Gross revenues topping $40 million uh, for 45 firms in more than 70 markets nationwide. And then in 2000, he launched Legal Intake Professionals, a 24-hour call center exclusively for personal injury lawyers or law firms. Uh, And today, uh, Legal Intake Professionals, uh, 75-plus intake specialists, answer 20,000 calls a week for more than 225 law firms throughout the United States. Uh, But through creating these businesses and understanding that he had to educate uh, and take an active role in developing his employees, um, he started what's called the Better Book Club, betterbookclub.com, of which everybody here at Evolution is already members, and I would encourage our listeners to be members, but uh, after. After internally running an innovative uh, pay-for-reading program uh, for seven years within Arnie's uh, agency, he started this Better Book Club, uh, uh, which was launched in 2014 so that others could implement this overwhelmingly effective platform for for their teams. And so effectively, Arnie is taking something that has worked very, very well in his own business and has decided to – uh, share it with, with everyone else uh, More, most recently, um, uh, well, really starting at the end of uh, 2014, where uh, they've endorsed by thought leaders, authors, business owners, uh, and, and so on and so forth. So what I love about this, one, is that he's created a platform uh, for his employees. And what I love about it, number two, is he's sharing – uh, his best practices, which is what this show is all about, uh, with, with other groups. And, and it's really, really inexpensive. It's only $25 a month, uh, for up to 25 employees or 25 seats, if you will, on the platform. Now
2: that's, as you know, that's really neat. And and, and I have to smile when I hear the story because, you know, think about how hard it is as we've, you know, had, uh, Portfolio partners that, um, or partner companies, see leaders that we just we, we want to read these books, and we you know, we know that it helps us not only, uh, you know, kind of. Uh, Create a common language, uh, but also you know it, it's it's uh, you know it's it's well worth the time to to gather the uh, the information, and it's hard to get people to do it. Once they once they do it, they'll love it and move forward. But uh, I do uh, I do want to save my question for I, I do want to make sure that I can figure out a way to see all everybody else's
3: comments and thoughts on these books.
2: As you know, Jeff, it's uh, it's uh, it's wonderful to have that resource. So uh-huh. Well,
3: the way, and we're going to let Arnie talk a little bit more about you know how he came to creating this uh, program and and wanting to share it and how it works and so on and so forth. Um, but uh, it, it's we we have already started using it here at Evolution, as I had mentioned earlier in the in the uh, segment here, and uh, we're we're anxious to talk to him. Uh, but I want to make sure. That uh, we get in my, my standard comments, that uh, which is to remind everyone that each week we want to provide actionable advice and have you continue the dialogue through comments and questions on our blog at evolutioncp.com. We want to hear what works and what doesn't. We want to create a true community of entrepreneurs helping entrepreneurs, very much like this Better Book Club. Uh, and you can email us at the second stage at evolutioncp.com and we also have a hashtag now where you can uh, contribute to the show. Or isn't that a, isn't that a pound
2: sign? Isn't that a pound yeah. sign?
3: <laughs> I'm going to continue to screw this up. I think it's a generational yeah. thing. I think okay. that I need some professional help. Uh, it's a, it's a, uh, so it's hashtag the two ndstage stage. Uh, and it's, you know, the second stage. And if you guys want to contribute uh, via Twitter, uh, we'd certainly appreciate that that as well. Again, this is for everyone's uh, benefit. So uh, and then secondly, I always want to thank our sponsors, McGladry LLP. They're a leading provider of assurance, tax and consulting services focused on small and mid-sized businesses nationwide with more than 6,700 people in 75 U.S. cities and to be honest with you, when I say assurance, everybody, I'm talking about accounting. <laughs> some, I didn't even know some what people, that was. I yeah, was going to like, chime in. So it was assurance. Like, yeah. McGlagy yeah. an accounting firm, everybody, and they're a wonderful firm. We do a lot of work with them. They've been very supportive of small businesses and the entrepreneurial culture, so on and so forth. So with that, we're going to take our first break here on the second stage and come back with our guest, Arnie Malum, to talk about his um, – entrepreneurial history, but also uh, share with us uh, his kind of culture of abundance and this culture of continuous learning that he has employed at his companies and has uh, created a platform for everybody else to participate in. Thanks for tuning in to The Second Stage.
2: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
4: We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network.
5: This is Davis Love III, Ryder Cup captain and Team McGladry member.
1: talk to an expert
5: call now toll free
1: 866-472-5790 that's 866-472-5790 voice america business network
0: follow us on twitter at voice america trn get the lowdown on guests new shows and your favorites that's voice america trn
1: you are tuned in to The Second Stage. To reach the hosts or their guests today, call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to stage at evolutioncp.com. Now, back to Jeffrey Cadlick and Brendan Anderson.
4: Welcome to the show, The
1: Second Stage. This is
3: Jeff Cadlick, and I'm here with my partner, Brendan Anderson. We're also here with our guest, arnie malham uh, and he can be founded at a malham uh on uh twitter and he's the president and ceo of cj advertising she can be founded at cj advertising and then also we're here to talk about betterbookclub.com. also can be founded at better book club uh uh Arnie, you're a very successful and accomplished entrepreneur. Not only have you started a couple very successful businesses, which we talked about in the first segment, I did not mention to everybody that you uh, were an Ernst & Young Entrepreneur of Year regional finalist in 2009, that you're the uh, Nashville chapter president of EO uh, in 2010, uh, and that you have received a couple of Julius Secret Service Summit, highest rated speaker in event history. And then the EO Nerve Learning Chair, uh, which is a regional event. And so uh, you've got wonderful entrepreneurial credibility. Thanks for coming to uh, the second stage.
6: Uh, I appreciate it. I, I would I would uh, tell you about all that and just say I'm a survivor. Uh, I've, I've come to believe that, that uh, businesses uh, that survive succeed. And so – uh, we have just uh, we make good decisions, we make uh, a lot of mistakes, and we just keep moving forward
2: Arnie, maybe tell us about how you, how did you get started how you tell, tell me, the entrepreneurs and our listeners love to hear how uh, how people like you got got to where you are
6: yeah it's a you know it 's probably a, a common story and i don 't know how many people will say it the way i 'm going to say it, but uh, I got fired and uh, uh, <laughs> uh, you know like many of us we 're fairly unemployable anyway, and so we we have to find a way and TJ advertising was my way i had a client a very dear friend that trusted me that believed in me uh and there was one path and it was forward
2: how what so, so when so maybe kind of walk us through how you know how you 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 got that one client and 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 how how did you get in business how did you i mean maybe kind of walk through some of the the those you know kind of beginning years
6: Happy to, happy to do it. Uh, so, 20, you know, I'm here 20 years ago, I was uh, a television sales rep, at a CBS affiliate, and, and I was the young, uh, been there four years, but still considered the young kid, and was given accounts that others didn't want. And, and the accounts that I got that others didn't want happened to at be attorneys. Attorney, uh, attorney uh, advertising has not been uh, around for a long, long time. Uh, and the attorneys in this market, anyway, weren't being handled by the best agencies. They were being handled by a guy here and a person there and in a house. And what was clear to me is they didn't have good direction. They didn't have good strategy. And, and as I took on these legal accounts, I realized there was a niche here. There was an opportunity here. And one, one, one firm I was working with brought me into his office. We're in his office at his conference table. We're talking about everything other than marketing. And I looked at him. I said, Jay Marshall, why am I here? he looked at me and said the more you know about my business the more you can help me and that's when the light bulb went off that i can make an opportunity within this niche that others
2: are ignoring so 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 then it was was he that was that was that company the first client and then you, and you just said i i can do this or what was the what was the aha moment or was it just or was there an aha moment
6: uh Helping him with his advertising uh, uh, kept growing, and he told uh, others, other attorneys in other markets, uh, about the help I was giving him, and that that little boost uh, became became our second client and our third client. He was our first, a firm out of North Carolina was our second, a firm out of California was our third, and all of a sudden we were uh, in this niche.
2: Oh, that's ex- that's 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 exciting. So then. Um, I, you're a you're an EO member as as am I a long long time EO member was your how when you when you so you've, you've got these clients you're adding them was was EO a part of that scale or maybe talk about how you know how did you figure out how to scale the business because obviously m- most entrepreneurs you know, you know really have trouble with that piece
6: uh, n- not just trouble but struggle trouble uh, uh from from 1994 when i got fired to 2004, a 10-year period. We went from you know, first client to three clients to eight clients to 12 clients, uh, began taking on staff. Uh, I got to about 25 staff, about $10 million in, in revenue. I'm reading uh, a, a book. I'm an avid reader. And the book says that most companies fail, most companies fail at about 25 employees and $10 million. And I was like, holy smoke, I've worked so hard to get here. I thought it was going to get easier. And it got nothing but harder. I, a friend, introduced me to EO in 2004. uh, And EO has been a huge change in terms of how we look at the business, how we how we progress the business, how we treat our clients, how we
2: treat our people.
6: Everything changed because EO created a, a windshield and a dashboard to help get there.
2: Did you? Are you a, Mike? I'm guessing here. Are you a a Vern Harnish gazelles guy? Or I, I noticed that on the Better Book Club website. Is that one of? Yeah, your I, I'm. A,
6: I'm, a, I'm a. i am i am mean, there's a lot of good methodology out there, but I'm. I'm am I'm a fan of Vern. I'm a fan, I'm a fan of the way he leads thought leadership. I'm a fan of, of the one page plan. I'm. A, I'm a fan of goals and rocks to get them accomplished. And so I, I think he does a great job uh, for a lot of companies.
2: No, I I agree. I uh, it, it's uh, you know that that story's fantastic. And for listeners out there, really, you know, EO and, and some of those organizations, and you know, I don't want to just pick one, but EO and YPO and Vistage and these these true peer networks, it, it, they 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 change lives. And uh, you know, it's, it's it's something if you're if you're struggling, if you're 25 and staff, um, you know, read the book No Man's Land. It explains why you're not getting stuff done. And uh, you know, and, and EO helps provide answers because there's you know the people out there that are really out there. You know, kind of share your share your vision and passion for uh, for small businesses and so forth. Um, maybe uh, transition. I, I do want to ask you, uh, CJ Advertising. Where, where does that name come from?
6: Uh, that's a that, you know, uh, uh, that's a that's a story I might want to save. Uh, but okay. uh, I'll tell you this: that um, I, I'm uh, Arabic. Uh, my background is Arabic. My my parents were both born in this country, but I'm 100 percent Lebanese, uh, and that uh, the camel is our mascot.
2: And so, might give you some insight. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, let's let's. What, one of the things that Jeff and I uh, struggle with, and, and and it's struggle being it's a it's a great thing, uh, is is getting you know we we we're avid readers. I mean I you know and especially in this sector and uh, you know whether it's Vern Harnish's stuff or or uh, you know uh, we just you know love it. Um, quite frankly, retaining some of the information. How did how, tell me how the Better Book Club came to pass?
6: Well. Right. I love telling the story, and, and I hope it's one that, that uh, others don't mind hearing. But uh, my wife, I, I'm an avid reader, and I love collecting the books I've, I've read because there should be trophies on my, in my trophy case, of things I've ingested. When I see the cover, it helps remind me of, of, the, of the lessons in that book. And one day uh, the, the stack had grown too big. The stack had gotten in her way, and she put them in a box, and she handed them to me, and she said, you're taking these to work. Uh, and, and I said, Oh, I don't, I don't want to take them to work. I want them to be here. I want them to be part of, you know, this is my trophy case. And she said, See ya. And so I brought the books to work. I put them on the shelf and I realized this is going to be awesome. I'm going to put all the books I've read on the shelf. My team members are going to read those books and they're going to ingest the knowledge that I have. And we're going to be able to talk about stuff now at a different level because we're going to have the same book experience. And I put them on the shelf and I waited. And you know what happened. Nothing happened <laughs> no one wanted to read those books they they had lives and they had socials and they, 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 they had to, everyone had tasks and things to do and it and they had not been introduced they had not been we, won over to books the way I had, and so those looked like chores to them. those looked like schoolwork to them, and it wasn't happening and so one day i I was you know, I was a little frustrated and the idea just popped in my head. what if I paid them to read and and everyone i told the idea too, told me it wouldn't work and, and but what I was doing wasn't working so I just said, well let's try it. So on the inside cover I would just write 25, 50, 75 or 100 based on based on what I thought the book how, how valuable the book was to me, uh, how hard it was to read, some other factors and I told people if you read the books I'll pay you And slowly but surely gradually and then all of a sudden people began to try this experiment. And as they tried the experiment, they started to actually talk about the things in the book. It, it actually helped them both in their job and sometimes, most of the time, impersonally. And they began to tell others. And so it became the whisper got out that, hey, the books are good. They, he pays you. It's a pretty good deal. And, and thus it started. Once that started, we had to come up with a way to keep up with it all. Of course, it was with Excel and spreadsheets and things like that. We outgrew that. We built our own little internal system to keep up with it, and we operated that internal system for years, up until just recently when we when we made this whole thing cloud based
2: and ready for others to use. So, so, so when you know when when people started getting paid, you know to, to read, and the people would read, how how did you did, did you guys then have like a, a meetings where you would talk about them, or or, or, or was it just more? Um, or t- tell me what that next step was.
6: Yeah, we, we the way we would uh, – first of all, I, we don't – traditional book club in most companies, the CEO gets a book, he wants everyone to read it, he buys 12 copies, he passes them out, he tells everybody to read the book, and we're going to talk about it in a month or a week or whatever the time frame. And everyone rolls their eyes because no one really wants to, And every, but everyone acts like they do, and they come to the meeting, some have read, some have not, some read a chapter, some read the clip Notes, and you try to have a discussion. That's not what we do. We – push hard on the fact that I want people to read, but I want them to read what they want to read. So essentially we give them autonomy in their reading. We trust that if they say they read it, they read it. And
2: all we
4: ask
6: is they come to a, a book club meeting where, a tenor, where about 12 people sit around a table and you got five minutes each. And in that five minutes, i want to know what you learned, what's the main point you learned from the book, who would you share it with in the company, what are you going to do different in your life, and... Um, a quote that you really liked from the book, you tell me those four things,
2: and we're good that was that's um I gotta, I'm writing that down because yeah I have to laugh because <laughs> because I just literally you know it's like i i uh you know we we started doing something very similar to what you just described there where it's like we got everybody to copy of we're doing it once a quarter where we kind of try to get we, we read it first at evolution and then we hand it to our to our partner uh, uh, partner companies, and uh, you know, ask them to read it, and we have no idea whether you know to what degree it's getting read, or whether they appreciate what we're doing. But it is, it's pretty makes me chuckle.
6: So the question uh, I ask is: Do I want them to, to grudgingly read a book I want them to read, or do I want them to excitedly read a book they want to read? And and, and I, I'm I'm a huge advocate of let people read what they want to read. Uh, because every time a book is ingested in the company, it makes your company better. Um, that, that what you'll find, and the reason Book Club is so valuable, is I can quickly go in, pull up an, pull up a team member, and see everything they've read so that I know what I have in common with them and what I don't. I can pull up a book in Better Book Club, and I can see everyone on the team who has read it, which gives me insight as to who I might want to have in a, in a meeting uh, where I'm trying to get some uh, things figured out. And so... The insight is not assuming that everyone read the same books. The insight is to see what people have read so that so that I know what kind of insight they're bringing to the table.
3: Well you can also see in that that the, the platform what their thoughts and opinions were because in effect they're writing a, a book report about the book that they read.
6: They they are and, and we, we would encourage you to keep those book reports light, but they're rating the book, they're telling you what they liked about the book, they're telling you who, who they would refer the book to. They're telling you a quote they liked out of the book. And that itself sparks conversation. What's beautiful about a book club meeting where everyone reports on five minutes on their book is that is that you gain their perspective on a book you've already read maybe months ago. And you also gain their perspective on a book you might want to read. And so the reminders of lessons are often, and in, 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 you know how books are, if you read them today, you learn one set of lessons. If you read that same book three years from now, you may learn something completely different because of where
3: you are in your life. That's a great point. That's a great point. Hey, uh, why don't we take a quick break here on the second stage and come back with our guest Arnie Malham and continue to talk about his betterbookclub.com. It's a great idea and everyone here at Evolution has already signed up and and using the platform. Thanks for tuning in to the second stage.
2: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
4: We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network.
5: This is Davis Love III, Ryder Cup captain and Team McGladry member. We're always talking business.
1: Talk to an expert. Call
5: now. Toll free
1: 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network.
0: Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN.
4: Welcome back to the show, The
3: Second Stage. This is Jeff Cadillac. I'm here with my partner, Brendan Anderson, and you can contribute to this conversation through our new uh, Twitter account. It's hashtag the – I still spread smiles every time I do that because I'm, I'm sure I look as ridiculous as I sound on air here, but uh, it's hashtag the second stage. That's the – 2ND stage, uh, appreciate any contributions to today's conversations with our guest, Arnie Malham. He is an accomplished entrepreneur, but specifically, we we're talking about his BetterBookClub.com platform to encourage a uh, c- culture of continuous learning a- at your organization. Hey Arnie, tell
2: me, how, how long have you been doing this and how much money do you think you guys have paid out to get people to, to, to read the books?
6: uh i can tell you
2: exactly
6: I, by the way we measure everything in every company I don't, i'm i'm obsessive about it and we've been doing this seven going on eight years uh as of the last the poster downstairs we've paid out seventy five thousand uh, dollars holy smokes for people to to uh, over that course of time to read books i know i know the most popular books i know who my best readers are uh everything is tracked and that's really we designed all a lot of that into better book club uh so others can do the same but we we know exactly how much we've invested and it is the best money on training we've ever spent and will ever spend the whole mission of better book club is to get books in brains and then let yep. those brains work for your company
2: and so i assume because obviously people are making 50 70 100 or 100 bucks on this so so they buy the books and obviously once they put it in there they get paid you know it's effectively like you've paid for the book plus you know plus some so that's um
6: yeah, well, that, that's one way to do it. There's, and we we encourage a lot of creativity in terms of how you do it. We 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 fund our library, and so we have a library, a huge bookshelf at the center point in our main office uh, of books. And you can go take a book off the shelf anytime you want and take it home, ingest it, do whatever you want to with it. And we constantly resupply that bookshelf. Uh, but not everyone reads. By the way, I, I'm a terrible reader. I, I'm the slowest reader in my entire family and in my business probably and so i listen to books i listen to books when i'm working out when i'm on long drives with, with my kids so do i so, so do i it.
1: yeah yeah
6: that, everyone does it differently and so i, I have a subscription to audible.com i, I own the Kindle, so a lot of people read on their on their on the reading device and so we encourage reading on in every absorption format there is uh, and some people will pay for it and go some people pull a book out of the Bookshelf, the, the, the libraries in, in most cities are, are better than, than you think, and they can supply books. So there's lots of options for people to pick up the material. I just want them to feel re, uh, rewarded for reading, and I want to know what they've read.
2: That's awesome. I, I love it. I'm, uh, what are the most-read uh, most books?
6: Well, you know, I think every company is different, right, because it depends on the industry and the kind of people that you're hiring and, and the culture and what your progression. And so to, uh, uh Fish is a book that's read a lot here. We believe in the concept of, of having fun when we work to make work better for us and our clients. And so Fish is like a concept we push a lot. We um, Outliers, I'm a huge fan of statistics and how they impact our lives, and so that book gets pushed pretty hard. Uh, uh We're, you know, Vern's book, so uh, the rockefeller happens was popular now it's been replaced by scaling up and so uh, we but we you know kind of keep up with our top twenty and put a big poster down there so others can sort of wean off that.
2: Oh, that's that's great. The and tell me more about you, you know it's, it's interesting and I'm going a little off off the, the 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 goal is so that you you know what they've read and I never th- I that's that's uh, I kind of had this aha moment when you were talking about it because. Um, you know they they're probably reading stuff and not mentioning it to you and if you know that they've read it it, it, it it's a fun it's fun to talk about it
6: it, it is and, and the, the system incorporates this thing called tagging so you can go you go in and you tag every book that you've ever read that, 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 that's in the library uh, you don't have to answer any questions you don't you don't you don't get paid for those things but you, you just it's like creating a profile it's like creating the trophy case of the books that You've read, and in this, what happened is years ago, you bought a book, you read it, you put it on your shelf. That was your trophy case. Today, there is no trophy case because I know people who have bought physical copies of books, of books they've read on their Kindle because they wanted to have it on their trophy case. This replaces that. This makes your uh, your book reading public to whoever you want to make it public to. And, and the version two point I'm, I'm I'm so I'm crazy. About version 2.0, because because we're going to allow you to then take that profile and turn it, uh, it towards other social
2: opportunities. It's going to be awesome. Oh, that's ex- that's pretty that's, that's pretty pretty neat. Um, the
6: and so and so what we do when we we when we onboard a new uh, team member through their orientation process, one of the things on the checklist is they they log into Better Book Club and they tag all the books they've read to this point. That we, have in our, that we have in our virtual library, and that itself is a great starting point for someone to come into an organization. For their supervisor to see what they've read, for them to see what their supervisor have, have read, that's an instantly good starting point and better than not knowing.
2: How did you, how did you decide to take this concept from your business to, a, to other businesses? How did that come about?
6: For some crazy reason, a few people uh, have invited me to speak at various conferences about the, the, the 10 things that make our culture unique. And, and we, you know, we have dogs in the workplace, and we we're kid-friendly, and we uh, have uh, free coffee, and we have two different kinds of ice, and we are like flexibility. We're so flexible, we're not even flexible. We just have a very open work environment. We do all these things that people are always fascinated by. We, we, we train our people with the way we hire, all this stuff. But when I talk about Better Book Club, the room lights up. Everyone wants to talk about what they do with their books, what they've read. They, think it's a, they, they, they just think it's the greatest idea ever. And after about five times of people saying, please, 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 let me have your system, and I couldn't because our system was just this internal web of nothing that I couldn't export, um, I finally said, we've got to go for this, and we built the platform.
2: That's awesome. Um, other, other than business books, what type of content or, or is a good fit uh, for, for the for – because the, I mean, I'm picturing it as books, but I, but I bet you've thought – bet you got other stuff you're thinking about.
6: Great. I love that question because it's, it's so – you're so 100 percent right. So we are in a unique – so, some that, that, that people may even frown upon. Like when when I say I'm at an ad agency, they go, oh, that's cool. And I say, well, we, we're an ad agency for injury lawyers, and they go, well, that's not so cool. And guess what? It's not so cool. But – and so when we bring in team members, we need them to orient them towards what we're trying to get accomplished for the lawyers that we represent. We build better legal brands, and we build people. That's that's what we do. We build brands, and we build people. And we need our people to understand the industry we're in. So we pay them to watch Aaron Brockovich – We pay them to watch Civil Action with John Travolta. We pay them to watch uh, The Rainmaker, uh, the story that's based in Memphis, because we want them to understand the underdog and what a lawyer can do to help them. We make them watch a documentary about hot coffee, the incident uh, in New Mexico that everyone gets wrong. We we make them watch things to understand our business, and every industry, every business can do this. Fit top culture into your team members' lives, pay them reward them, push them to do it it 'll make your entire business better
2: wow that's that's pretty how and, and then the um, the movies and the is, those are things that that obviously you've you 've seen and you think that they say something, and then obviously I, I would suspect that the management team your management team would continue to add to that list
6: oh a hundred percent like we just like if it, there's um the Incredibles, that, that's a new, more recent, well, my kids watched it when they were growing up. I mean, there's an element there of, of how insurance companies don't treat people fairly, and that we're in the business of lawyers who help people fight insurance companies, and so there's pop culture there. But, there. but for every industry, for your industry, there is pop culture. There's movies that fit your core values, that fit the things that you do, that tell a story even better sometimes than you can,
3: and those can be a part of your book club.
2: Oh, that's exciting. Jeff, you got all that?
3: I do. Okay. What good. are the, uh, what are the top ten books like of all we are, time?
6: Well, that's it's unfair because it's only us. We we launched this Better Book Club in in uh, October of last 2014. We have about seventy companies that have signed on. Uh, we're we you know our first milestone is to get a hundred companies signed on, and certainly want to head towards a thousand. And once we get uh, you know beyond a hundred and the three or four hundred companies, then the data. Becomes incredibly valuable for everyone. We all will be able to learn from each other in terms of what's being read and what's being liked uh, by industry, by region, by by genre. It's, it's amazing. Right now, you you've got uh, my I've got about 180 team members, and we're very we're very focused on injury law space. And so, we'll, what I tell you might just be what I've pushed or what we've pushed. It won't be a real number. It won't be a real book.
2: Hey, I got to get a couple questions before we run out of time here, Jeff. What are some of the things that people might not like about about Better Book Club, if anything?
6: Well, there's this whole, you know, if you if you, you know, if you have read, um, um, shoot, they, they talk about intrinsic and uh, uh, motivation, and and if you enjoy reading, you sort of get turned off by the fact that you're being paid to read, and so we've we've compensated for that by saying you don't have to be paid to read. Just tell me what you've read. Right? You don't, you don't have to, to participate in the reward system. Just use it as a logging system, as a trophy case. We've had, we brought, we had about 10 people over the course of seven years who just said they just didn't participate in book club. And so we brought them into a room and we said, hey, why, why, why have you not participated in book club? And the answers were interesting. One of the answers was, uh, that they, um, they just didn't want to wear, uh, they didn't want to participate in that program because they thought that the books they read might change how they sort of saw things. And, and, of course, they do change how you see things. But So even when people don't participate, it gives you insight into how they're thinking and how you can help them be a better team member.
2: I got a smile. Um, we Jeff and I started this uh, where we uh, we basically we were kind of giving everybody a book in whatever form they wanted uh, per quarter. And our CFO, uh, when we had our kind of meeting to go through the book, she, she's wonderful resource. She works very very hard, but she just says she goes, "Look, I got to be honest. When you gave me this book, I was." mad at you she goes i was really pissed off that you guys would make me read this book you know in my in my spare yeah. time and so forth and i I just it never crossed my mind that somebody would be mad that i gave him a book but she's you know she was she's like oh you know it was a great book and i'm really glad we reread we it but it was it was just funny hey um kind of as a kind of a well,
6: look, what's that hey to, to that point though but what, what, what happens is you get a tower of
2: guilt and a tower of guilt is the books that you say you want to read but you never
6: get to and so and yeah. so know that you don't want to add stress to people's lives. This is not to add stress. This is to help people uh cope with stress, right? More than anything. And so that that's part of that is that just that's one more thing I gotta do as opposed to what we're trying to accomplish is it's one more thing I want to do.
2: That's great. Hey, what's the end goal for Better Book Club? Um, uh, books
6: and brains, uh Companies that, can, that, that, that learn from each other, uh, data that can help us all progress, um, uh, yeah, a business that we're all, you know, there's a, there's a business model there, uh, lots of cool stuff. It's so small right now, it's even hard to see, uh, yep. but we are excited about where it's headed.
2: Hey, I got one more. Any chance you're going to uh, Groco in Nashville on uh, Ink Magazine Groco? On there? yeah, yeah.
6: Na- you know, Nashville hosted Groco last year. It's back this year. Nashville is on fire. It's one of the it's, it's a tremendous fun, tremendously great city. I'll be there uh, along with a lot of great folks.
3: And maybe you guys can have cigars at the Standard Club. Yeah. I like that.
2: I've, I'm I'm uh, I'm, uh, I'm doing one of the breakout sessions. I'm not really sure. It's on sometime on Wednesday. I think Wednesday at eleven thirty. But I'll. Uh, I'll, I'll reach out to you see if maybe we can uh, hook up and love to love to meet you formally. So, all right, we'll have uh, well,
3: cigars some scotch, well, and scotch,
2: uh, and we'll tell C J stories.
3: So, I like yeah, it. Well, uh, Growco uh, for all of our listeners is a great. Inc. hosted event for entrepreneurs and if you're out there looking to connect with other entrepreneurs and to learn I encourage you to sign up and go and I agree with these folks Nashville is a great town Uh, with that uh, we're going to take another break here at the second stage and come back with some concluding thoughts about our uh, conversation with Arnie and his betterbookclub.com platform thanks for being on the show Arnie and thanks for tuning in to the second stage
2: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
4: We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network.
5: This is Davis Love Third, Ryder Cup captain and Team McGladry member. We're always talking business.
1: Talk to an expert.
5: Call now. Toll free.
1: 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network.
0: Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN.
1: You are tuned in to the second stage. To reach the hosts or their guests today, call in to one 866 472 5790 That's one 866 472 5790 Or send an email to the second stage at evolutioncp.com. Now, back to Jeffrey Cadlick and Brendan Anderson.
3: Welcome back to the show, the second stage. Uh, This is Jeff Cadlick, and I'm here with my partner Brendan Anderson. We just concluded a uh, a lively conversation with our guest Arnie Malham. Uh, You can be found at malham at a malham. Uh, He's the president and CEO of CJ Advertising. You can be found at CJ Advertising, and then also specifically, we're talking about BetterBookClub.com. And you know, I I tell you the. All the inferential things that you can learn about your employees uh, and how to communicate with them, what their interests are, professional development, so on and so forth. It was much broader than I was originally thinking when the show started. You know, just like everything else in our lives, you know, when Barbara grabs onto something, you know, it's like
2: you know, you and I kind of kind of think, oh my God, it's a it's a website for books or something, and uh, it's pretty neat. You, You know, we. Are out there trying to back entrepreneurial, or we we call them evolutionary leaders because you know how we like that word evolution. Um, people that are continuously learning, people that are you know driving to be better, and so forth. And, and we've gotten so much out of, of books and resources and, and this sort of thing that it's uh, you know it, it, it's 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 a wonderful thing what he's done with this. And I uh, uh, you know it's as he was talking, I, I I wrote down so much stuff that we should be doing or could be doing for you know the people that were that we're trying to help get. Get to you know their goals, and as he said, it's it's overwhelming. You know, they, but you know, when when you stop and plan, when you stop and read the, read the books, when you stop and in, in engaging organizations like EO or YPO or Vistage or or you know those things, they they make you better. Uh, they, they, you know, it's 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 uh, it's getting off that treadmill, keeping your head up, and it's uh wow. Fun stuff. Um, Barbara's a
3: Barbara's a pretty wonderful resource, isn't she, Jeff? I mean, it's amazing how she forces us to to look at stuff like this. Right, right. Talk about keeping your head up. But uh, but you know, I I agree. You know, this this is we are big advocates here at Evolution and here on the second stage about uh, continuous learning, and uh, you know, Arnie has taken this and organized it and. And had a tremendous success with it and has shared it with everybody else. And uh, because he has taken it to the next level, uh, we have a deeper understanding. We can develop it here at Evolution. And hopefully our listeners uh, can do the same thing. If you haven't uh, have a program like this in place, it's pretty straightforward. seems like a relatively modest investment. And, uh, and with great, great upside uh, in cultivating uh, employees and, and establishing a better relationship with them. And, um, and for those of you that are doing something, uh, I would encourage you to sign up for the betterbookclub.com. As I said, Evolution's already using it, and uh, uh, it's, it's, um, it's, it's a great tool. It's a great tool. So, I'm going uh, to have
2: already come to Cleveland and present to the EO Cleveland chapter. That's, that's pretty neat that 's uh
3: that 's wonderful i uh yikes that 's pretty exciting stuff so what books that he mentioned there in the the uh, top ones were uh most surprising or obvious ones to you brendan i got to be honest with you i it 's
2: embarrassing i mean he he mentioned outliers scaling up which is um which is Gene or uh, Vern Harnish's next book, which I haven't read. I've got actually two copies if you'd like one, but I, I like to, you know, listen to him. And then he mentioned one that pathetically I've never heard of and I find that hard to believe, but he I think he said fish. But I'm I am i gonna Google it as soon as we get done. If not, I'm gonna reach out and contact him. Um and I'm sure Barbara's already knows what that one is and has read it and so forth, so she'll probably text me and correct me. But um so uh but those were the ones that he mentioned, you know, that that, that get a lot of play in, in his company. Um and uh you know, I, quite frankly, Jeff, just the concept of going through and tagging the books that people have read says say a lot about their interests, which is good for everybody. So that's right. uh, that's something that that we should offer to all of our our partner companies. Exciting, talk, hey, Jeff. Right. Talk about passion passion for possibilities. This is a this is a pretty as you can tell it got me pretty juiced,
3: pretty excited about this. It does. You're 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 I can tell you're a in la la land, but we want to finish off the last thirty seconds of the show. I've Are already said sure? passion for possibilities, <laughs> baby. I'm
2: I'm so far ahead of you, Jeff, you can't even know. see me.
3: I know, I know. I well, I, I, I tell you. It. Anyway, uh, everyone, passion for possibilities. Think about what your organization can be, not what it is today. And thebetterbookclub.com is a perfect example of that. Uh, loved having Arnie Malham on the show, and uh, encourage you to head down to Nashville for the GrowCo Conference, uh, which is a great conference to connect and network and learn. Uh, thank you for tuning in to the second stage.
1: Thank you for tuning in this week to The Second Stage. Please join Jeffrey Cadlick and Brendan Anderson again next Monday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And have a successful week.
4: Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel.